episode of Gaming Gone Weird. I love to see you guys back, all your beautiful faces. This is episode number 42, creeping up a little bit closer to that 50 goal that me and Peter are looking for. I'm going to be your guys' host, Nick Tanner, the guy that doesn't finish his video games, but I really love to play them. Here on this uh, podcast, we talk about everything at all gaming, plus the weird games that we've been playing. And right beside me, I have my good friend Peter, the Achievement Hunter. He's going to hunt your girl. He has a 25% of getting one of them. <laughs> Peter! 25%. So That's low like, on both of them. Yeah, you better flip four heads, brother. Tell the people about <laughs> yourself, man. Uh, my name is Peter. I go by Not Ghost Stories on all things socials. And uh, we're making game. We're making games. We're playing games. We're making content um, on uh, on everything. Everything. Content everything. Is, is, is grinding these days. Man. Is it we're grind season? It, the boys? it is. It's getting into summer. Uh, it's too hot for my skin outside, so I don't go out there. It's you look like hot. you don't get a lot of sun, I, man. I get burned up really easy. So you know, you know what that means when the when the sun is out. It's time to to play games. Keep playing. So it is that's time. I feel like you could tell how much game somebody really plays by like the, how much of a tan they're getting. If they look like they're getting a little bit more of a tan, they're outside. They're not really out there. They're not really gaming. They're not really grinding. They're not no. in the dungeon. They're not no. in the building with the AC. No. Right. They're going outside and swimming. Like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> we don't like swimming. We love swimming. I love Open water lakes. Boo. <laughs> Hanging out with friends and having yeah. a truly boo. <laughs> we hate it. <laughs> just kidding. We love that. I um I actually just got back from a little family vacation, a well-needed vacation. So uh not a lot of grind time for me. Um we were actually up um very north into Michigan called a uh, little place called uh, Lakes of the North. Uh we were in a little cabin, not a lot of internet, not a lot of gaming, just good old family quality time. Um, it was hot. It was hot, it was hot out there. Down here. It, it, dude. Oh yeah, in Georgia, I, yeah, I, I cooking. Oh yeah, I can tell you're sweating over there already. It's time to sweating. invest in like a little window fan or a little AC unit. That'd be nice for a you. A dust fan would might be nice actually. A little dust fan would be a good good move. But like, I just been really wanting to play. I played a little bit of games as soon as I got home. But I really wish I could deep dive more into Final Fantasy. That's been the game that's been on my mind for the past few uh, few weeks now. So. um not a lot of gaming for me. What about you, man? What you been playing? Whoo! Uh, we finished. Uh, actually, I've been playing this game called uh, Citizen Sleeper on Xbox. It was on Game Pass. It's a uh, it's a dialogue heavy. You like all your actions are based off dice rolls, and it's really hard to explain. It's like this futuristic dystopian thing. Um, but again, it's super dialogue heavy. You're not like running around or anything like that. You just click on different you know, nodes and different things happen and characters will pop up. But again, it's all, it's all dialogue. And then <clears throat> every day you start, uh, like you start the day and you get four or five random dice and the level of those dice allow you to carry out actions on the eye, which is this giant floating space station. And you're not supposed to be there. And it's you trying to navigate this eye without getting caught. It's like, it's very like matrixy. It's all about data and like okay. stealing. It's it's interesting. And also another game, but we'll get into that at the end of the show. Right. I if I want to say it. No, 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 no. I'm going pretty hard. On oh, show. I've been going pretty hard on this game. The deep diving is crazy for this game. Yeah. Um, it's I've really submerged myself into it's really catching 
a wave, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Something's fishy about this so game. Stupid, <laughs> wink, wink. Um, I'm just glad I have you here, man, because like you really like take that weird gaming to a level that uh, I really love, uh, love to hear. But um, you know what I love to hear? Mm. Some good old KYN chats. If you guys want to have your questions read on air, make sure you guys leave a KYN chat at KYNchat.com. It helps support me and Peter and Gaming Gone Weird in general, and we really highly appreciate that. And you guys like it when we're happy. Big old smile. I'm going to kick it off to my good friend, Peter, the Achievement Hunter, uh, which he's going to land on you guys the question of the day, and he got a hot one for y'all, so go ahead and spit that stuff. Uh, question of the day today uh, is what is your favorite console aesthetic? What's the best looking console that you've ever had or considered to be the best, mm-hmm. uh, most well-designed, attractive console? Uh, yes. I'd like to start. Um, before we get anything, into anything, um, Rafael Lopez said Nick doesn't pet the dog in Final Fantasy 16. That is a myth. That is a myth. I got my achievement. But to go ahead and answer the real question of the day, before I give you guys my answer, can we get back into I want more consoles to have special editions. I remember seeing the Xbox 360s with the Halo editions, that army green with the Spartan 117 on it. The Gears of War 3, the all red decked out with the Gears with the Gears cog on it. We've had so many beautiful consoles back in the day. Like same thing with like the PS3s and stuff, and I'm just like, we don't get that nowadays. And it uh, we're, get, we're getting the Barbie Xbox. We are getting the Barbie Xbox. Okay, so, I mean that's a giveaway though. Like I can't go and purchase that on the shelf. True. true, true. And it 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 it, it you make tears a good me point. apart. You make a good point. It, it tears I don't know why me apart. Like I'm gonna say right now, and it might be a a a, a pick, you know, a fanboy pick, but I love the PS5 aesthetic. Honestly, a lot of people really? don't like it. And I like how you could customize it. You don't have to stick to the same colorway. You could take off the face plates, add different colors. If you want to go a neon pink, you want to go a blue, you want to go a red. They got Final Fantasy ones that are only in Japan, which if you live in Japan, hit your boy up. I'm trying to get some. But <laughs> I, like you could customize it with the faceplate wise versus just sticking to the regular console. So you could switch it up here and there. That That's my pick, honestly. It's not like, oh, like a nostalgic pick. If we want to go nostalgia pick, give me the 64. Give me the 64. I like the your way favorite it looks. looking console is the 64. It has so many different colors, bro. You got the ice blue. You got the orange. You got the Pikachu. You got the. You, am I wrong? Chat, back me up here. That's the best looking console. Can I say GameCube? I do like the GameCube. Okay, I, I can. It has. A, <laughs> it does have a soft spot in my heart. Right. I, That's what I'm saying. I like the GameCube. Because uh, the GameCube was super custom, uh, customizable too. I feel like it had a ton of colors. You couldn't, because the N sixty four was cool because they made it see through. I feel like the that's the what's cool about N64 it. That's what's very cool about it that it yeah. is see through. Um, I was gonna say, and you actually already named it, the Halo three uh, Xbox three sixty uh, special edition that had the like golden disc drive had that like orange like burnt orange golden disc drive and then the army green with all the halo stuff around it uh right, i thought right, that was a really good looking console before i let you finish bro have you ever seen that podcast i forgot what it's called but you've seen the clip where he's talking about his favorite pop tart and he's like you know what my favorite pop tart is he's all like the spider-man edition with the oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's what that reminded me of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it reminded me of that you're like yeah, this yeah. like this like can you have a normal answer 
That is a normal answer. That's the best looking Xbox 360 ever made. The Halo 3 Special Edition Army Green with the burnt orange disc drive. That's what. If you want to give me a, you need. I, I should have wish I had a heads up to look that up to uh, post it right now because I mean, that does sound pretty clean. So you're nice. saying 360. I'm gonna say that version, and then I'm also gonna say the PS2. I think is one of the better looking consoles. It's not too bulky. It kind of like looks a little futuristic for the time that it came out. Uh, I really like that, and I also like the Game Boy. I was going to say Coco did highlight the Game Boy Color, and I think ahead of its time did look really nice. A bunch of different colors to it. I, I liked it. The thing with the Game Boy Color was like you had to have so many attachments to it that it kind of turned off the look. Yeah, you got to you assemble it. You had you yeah, to like, assemble your Game Boy. <laughs> bro, bros were adding magnified glass to their – because the screens were so small. Like that's what the, that's the, that's what the time we were on. Like, you had to put that clip on and then fold down the the magnifying glass, and then you had like a, a light attachment to go through the light. It looked like a uh, one of those projectors in in the school. Might have been before your time. I know you're so young, but where they would wheel it in and be like it have it'd be like this giant box, and they just had a light at the bottom. And, and bro, I'm not like I'm not ten. Sheets. We've had those. <laughs> i don't know anymore man once you hit <laughs> once you hit past 30 like you don't know i do want to say link did highlight the ps3 as well because the ps3 did look pretty clean i would say but wait if you had to compare it with the 360 the 360 had more options yeah um getting into um i want to get into games that are coming out this week but first i want to highlight for you guys because it is prime day for it's going to be i think it's like prime week i'm pretty sure so uh if you guys do have an amazon prime subscription uh you guys can get these games for free and they really have some great games that i want to highlight the three i do want to highlight is prey uh the same people that did make redfall so if you like great games like redfall you got that (laughs) I'm sold. Okay. <laughs> that was a terrible Woo! introduction. Prey is, Prey is an okay game. I like Prey. I, you got you to take my word for it. Uh, Shovel Knight is another game that is going to be free if you have Amazon Prime. Um, I'm sorry. I should say dates. Prey was free on June 21st. Um, Shovel Knight will be free the 6th, so tomorrow for you guys. And the next game is Star Wars The Force Unleashed, which is an older game, but still, still a very great game. Yeah. yeah you feel like picking game. up any of those games? Any of them look great to you? Uh, maybe Star Wars. Maybe what Star Shovel, Wars? What is Shovel Knight? What is Shovel Knight? Shovel Knight is from uh, the indie studio Yacht Club. Okay. Is it a I'm DJ crazy. group too? <clears throat> I can't. We just can't have a serious show. So... <laughs> Shovel Knight is actually a really good like indie game, and um, it's Yacht Club games. I'm sorry, they make really good games. Um, right. So one of the games I actually kickstarted was called Mina the uh, Mina the Howler. Okay. Um. So I'm very banking on that. What kind of? I'm looking at the style right now. Oh, it looks like Jump King kind of. Mm-hmm. That same design. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. So make sure you guys uh, pick up those for your Amazon Prime goodies. Uh, getting into games that are coming out this week. <laughs> Honestly, nothing to write home about. You guys got guilt for the PS5, Xbox Series S, and X, the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then also you have The Legend of Heroes, Trails into Revere. 
Um, there are a lot of good games that are coming out for this month of July, though. One of them I want to highlight is you guys will be getting uh, Exo Primal, which is basically Overwatch with dinosaurs, if you're into that. And one of the games I'm excited about is Remnant 2. And I'm pretty sure we are getting Pikmin 4 this month. So I'm already highlighting. I'm already got my uh, my calendar circled for that day. Yeah, I'm excited for new Pikmin. So you get some um, kind of dog in there? What is that? I'm excited. Either way. <laughs> I'm about Pikmin, dude. Pikmin's one of my favorite series of all time. Hey, you're not even going to be playing. Okay, bro. You know what? I'm not. You play games. I'm sorry. You play games. Unlike I play games now. I'm a gamer now. <laughs> I'm a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, so the first topic we are going to talk about is uh, Peter's going to kick us off because he wanted to uh, start off the mood 10, 15 minutes in uh, to have a funeral. Uh, for a company he really loves and uh, wants to talk about. So go ahead and uh, start your... Uh... I just thought we should remember game studios that have come and gone. And, uh, you know, we wanted to remember on this day the game studio of Neversoft, which I'm sure most of you are familiar with. You know, let's have a moment of silence. All right, now that that's done. Notable games that Neversoft has put out from 94 to 2014. We've got... Tony Hawk, which is probably the most famous one. They've also done Spider-Man games. They've done Guitar Hero. And uh, I just want to talk about them. And and uh, if you remember, remember their intro video with the, with the little eyeball that would like slither The out? eyeball creeped me out, especially yeah. for Guitar Hero. It was a very creepy. And like every time you would load up a Tony Hawk game, I'm pretty sure it did with Guitar Hero. It was always some like super mean guitar riff. Yeah. <laughs> and then this creepy old eyeball. Like that, don't blink, don't blink an eyeball. It's just staring at you. It was like the, it was like, did that come out before Pixar? Before Pixar had the lamp that was jumping across? I, I don't know what's worse, that eyeball or that eye getting stopped into oblivion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I will say Guitar Hero is one of my favorite series of all time. If you guys have ever played Guitar Hero, I'm a big fan of Guitar Hero 3. I got introduced in Guitar Hero 2, so I do have a soft spot, no pun intended, for uh, Neversoft. Uh, because you know, man, I was the life of the party. You know, everybody's coming over for the sleepover. Hey, man, I could play. I could play on medium. Uh, you had that one guy. He gets like a seventy percent on hard. Mm-hmm. Then you know me. I pull out expert. You know, I'm tapping the orange buttons. <laughs> I'm just going crazy. So I will Never always. Happened, I would always love to thank Neversoft for that great experience in my life. Dude. Yeah. So I just wanted to remember them today. Uh, I, I saw this. I saw this article about all these great game studios that uh, that have come and gone, and uh, you know, I just want the the NeverSoft people to, and I, I know that they're watching, so I just want them to know <laughs> we haven't forgot about you. We're out here. We're still supporting the team. Um, but I did didn't I did not know that it was actually merged with uh, Activision's Infinity Ward. So the game studio was absorbed into a Call of Duty uh, uh, studio, uh, which is yeah, I don't know, no sad in some ways. It's not just good. Absorbing. Yeah, it's like a blob. It's just it's just sucking up all the all the good uh, good designers. But anyway, that's all I had. Never forget. Never saw. is right. I heard Neversoft watches as they do watch, and just like you guys, when you guys are watching, leave a like, sub, and comment because we are live every week at eight p.m. Eastern. <laughs> well, shout, out, ne- shout out Neversoft. We love you, baby. We love you. Yeah. Um, I want to get into the first news segment that I have. Uh kicked off for you guys real quick getting into the news all of my assassin creeds fans 
It is rumored that we will be getting a Black Flag remake. One of the greatest Assassin's Creed of all time, the fourth edition to the Assassin's Creed series. Might be getting a remake. Peter, have you ever played the Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Yes, it is my favorite one all time. It came out on the 360. Did you play it for the PS3, 360? What do you, what, what, uh, what you I had it on the 360. I had it on the okay. 360. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's my favorite one all time. Uh, I think Hands Down was just like, I felt like it was the most, it, feel, it felt like it was the most immersive one, especially with the, uh, that you were allowed to sail ships and like have ship battles. And I don't know. It was just cool. Like all the islands were cool. All the um, tropical zones, you'd come out to an island and it was like, now every island was huge with all these cities and, and giant things. You could like pop mm-hmm. into an island and it'd be just like a tiny little area, a little zone. Um, and you could, you know, it might be like one instance and then you could bury some treasure and get out of there. Like I always thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I want to get in this article by Kotaku because they put here that a spokesperson for Ubisoft that declined to comment because he could probably lose his job, but he decided to say at this stage, it's not clear how much of the underlying gameplay and systems will grow to fit the more sprawling open world RPG mold of recent big budget Assassin's Creed releases like Odyssey and Valhalla, but given Black Flag's emphasis on ship-to-ship combat, one of the most popular aspects of the game, there's a lot of room to turn a new version of the game into something more dramatic than a simple in quote next gen remaster on the ps5 and xbox series s so i feel like they want to take a lot of that uh feeling you get from um skull and bones that they're talking about they said skull and bones was going to be more open world more ship combat that a more aspect to the original assassin's creed aspects of the game um i'm showing some footage of the older game right now um, I think the game in general, the way it was, was great. If we could get updated graphics, a little bit more story, and a little bit more enhancement with that ship-to-ship combat, I think it would be a fun game to play. Because I really can't think of a game that we've had that had really gritty and really, like, to, like, the bone type of combat with, like, ships and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh. I also feel like it was a chance for people to play Pirates of the Caribbean. So, like, I feel like was that game out after the very first one? I want to say. I wonder if the timing lines up, but I have no idea. If it does line up, I know that people were definitely playing it. Like, oh, now we get to play Pirates of the Caribbean. I wonder if I wonder if that had any any influence on the choice from the, from Ubisoft to to make make that game. I wonder if the, if, if the timelines match up. Uh, mm-hmm. But it'd be cool if they even just like made a sequel to it. Right. Just Maybe something, that's too much just, work, but it's it was awesome. It was, it was a really good game, and I'm excited to see a little bit more of that Assassin's Creed like live on and go on. Mm-hmm. So I think it I think it will be a good a good catch for sure. Um do you what what do you think they should add on? Like, do you think like are you more of the Assassin's Creed person where like you need to play? Because Valhalla was like in a hundred hour plus game, and I'm just like, I don't want to play a hundred plus hour Assassin's Creed game. I just don't. <laughs> now, nah, like, man, I'm, go ahead. I'm just good with the the little bit of story, being able to do like the twenty to like twenty five hours of the game, do a little bit of side missions and stuff like that, and stuff like that. Like, I don't want like Valhalla was a hundred hours and like, you're still not even halfway through the game. Like, I don't get why they think we want to play that much. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, man. I feel like Assassin's Creed is one of those franchises too. I don't even know how many do this, but it's got this, 
unique thing where you can pick and choose your Assassin's Creed games based on the time period that's in. So some people are just going to say, hey, like I wasn't interested in the Egyptian setting. I wasn't interested in the Revolutionary Revolutionary War setting, but I was interested in uh, Black Flag, that setting. I was interested in the Industrial Revolution setting. So like you can pick and choose your Assassin's Creed games based on the time periods you actually want to play. I don't know how many other games or franchises can do that. But mm-hmm. that's that's always been cool to me. So I've never felt compelled to be like, oh, I've got to play the new Assassin's Creed. I've always looked at it and said, like, oh yeah, that that one, like the 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 one in the Egyptian setting, um, like wasn't super interesting to me. And then, uh, but like Valhalla would be more interesting, or Black Flag for sure more interesting. Uh, I think if they did anything in like ancient Mexico, like if you had some of the uh, like the those ancient Mayan temples, if you had like that time period, I think that would be really cool. Or uh, mm. I don't think there's one in Japan yet. Maybe they think it's been done too much. I think that could be really sweet. Um, but no, I haven't, I haven't felt compelled to play every single one. But I, I always like the ones that, for me, I was the most interested in the specific time, place and time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I definitely feel you on that. There they have planned for like ten Assassin's Creed games, <laughs> like ten of them. Yeah. Uh like Raf said down here in the comments, uh the Japanese one that they are talking about, I feel like that one could be very good. I've heard Odyssey is also very good. Um they have some ones that hit very well, but they just gotta have a good they have a good they have to have a good setting mm. in order to feel like it to do good. I feel um, like ancient Mexico would be so sick. That would be like sick. Like Mayan temples, the jungles. I think that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Let me know what you guys think about the Black Flag uh, remake possibly coming soon. Uh, The next thing I do want to get into is uh, the beloved PS5 that I love oh, 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 so very much is in the process of possibly getting a slim version of the PS5. This is not a real picture. This is a concept art. I don't know who actually made this art, uh, but shout out to them because it looks very good. Uh, it's rumored to say that it's going to be under $400 and that it's going to have aspects like you could add uh, uh, disk drives to it and be able to add on to that. Uh, so what do you think about the PS5 Slim off of first? Uh, can we, first can we go back to that photo real quick? Yeah. Do you think it would have been better if they just made the I the PlayStation versus the SL PlayStation IM? Look, man, I, I, I just talk about it. I don't do the... Uh, I don't. I, I, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I don't... I don't <laughs> <laughs> I, that's not my that's not my thing all right i'm not hey, the man, big... i just work here man I, I don't, yeah I don't yeah know. that's like above that's like above my pay grade here um uh yeah it's cool i don't know it's just a, a console but but skinnier i guess that's cool i mean uh-huh. it looks it looks good just that's what i got man <laughs> that's uh, i mean just I think the slim versions are always cool. I don't know why they don't make it from the beginning. If they do, I feel like also they don't make it at the beginning so they can keep the sales of the console up, you know, two, three, four years after they release the big chunky one. Uh, is it the same technical specs or you were talking about all these attachments to it? Are they adding more ports and stuff to be like, is it actually like just a different piece of hardware? Um, so this is what the verge said on it. Um, they basically said that's going to be priced around 400 bucks. Uh, this is based off what Microsoft said because they were having the big FTC debate. Uh, mm-hmm. so they were kind of like leaking out what uh PS five is going to be doing. 
Um, it's going to be under a certain price so they can be able to sell a few more. And they also want to add on stuff like disk drives. So if you do want to purchase disk and stuff like that, you could purchase it as like an add on. Or if you just want to have no disk, you could have that as well. So, okay. Yeah, I think they're cool. I think the slim versions of the PlayStation have always looked better or they've done better, a better job than the Xbox. So mm-hmm. they keep, they keep, uh, they keep doing their thing. More power to them. Keep doing their thing. In quotes, you know, it's real hard hitting news here, folks. So yeah, I'm I'm really getting down to the, uh, the nitty gritty (laughs) for this news. Um, and I know a lot of you guys are talking about the, uh, the, uh, the Wi-Fi and stuff. I am having problems on my end. I am trying to figure it out, uh, as we speak. I don't know why it's been so bad lately. Uh, but it literally just happened right before we kicked off the show. Uh, so I do really apologize for people that are having problems on your end because trust me, I don't plan to have this stuff happen. Uh, Peter's going to go ahead and take over the next topic, though, while I go ahead and uh, figure out these Internet problems real quick. So uh, go ahead and kick off into news number three. News number three. OK, so this is for uh, all you Magic the Gathering fans. This is actually something that, uh, oh, no, it's Coco. If Coco's still in the chat, had highlighted uh, something I didn't know about. Uh, but the Magic Magic the Gathering, Wizards of the Coast, that whole squad has released a Lord of the Rings, approved Lord of the Rings themed uh, pack. I mean, maybe it's not pack is the right word, but they have a whole uh, library of cards now that are Lord of the Rings themed. So your lands in Magic the Gathering are now, so like the plains is now the Shire. It's a picture of the Shire as your, as your plains or forest. I can't quite remember. Probably plains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a part of this promotional, First of all, this is going to make them a crazy amount of money. Part of this promotional, uh, you know, idea, they've also created a um, one of one one ring card, and I guess it's been found within the last week or so. And there is a card shop that has offered over two million dollars to this individual. They did not release the name of the individual, similar to, uh, I mean, I can understand why they didn't release the name. I wouldn't want people to know that I had it. Uh, I guess this person had to take it to several, whoever these experts are, where they go and make sure the cards are legit. Uh, it sounds like it has been confirmed. So that's the current value. The value is whatever the market says it's valued at. So currently it's $2 million. My guess is the longer this person holds on to this, the higher that number is going to go. Uh, mm. As long as uh, Wizards of the Coast keeps making these cards if they decide to stop making Lord of the Rings theme cards at any point, that's going to go up way, way higher in value. I mean, what do you think? Do you first of all, do you, have you ever played Magic? Do you like Magic the Gathering? No, I have. Uh, I never cards? played. I've never played Magic. I've only played Pokemon for the TCG game, actually. And okay. uh, I, there are games or there are cards that do get really high in value due to like high value cards, um, stuff like that. I know if you've talked to a few people that kind of have that same. Uh, communication with like the big flashy cards, like the big money cards. Uh, so we do have that, but nothing to a cost to where it costs that much in money. And uh, usually if it do, it's in a very rare commodity of them and it's like very, very old. Um, yeah, I would probably not release the name of that card either because if you release the name of that card, then everybody's going to want to come hunt you down for it. Mm. And uh, that's never good. Uh, it's never uh, good at all either. So, Dude, I don't, I wonder who approached to like the Lord of the Rings franchise or the Magic the Gathering because honestly they're so so big. My guess is Magic approached them, um, but I, 
I was looking at the cards, man. They're kind of cool. Like, I don't even play the, ma- the they're magic kinda, cards. They're kind of sick. Yeah, the ma- the the Lord of the Rings versions of the magic cards. Like, they're they're. I get why people collect them. They're pretty sweet. They are really cool. Um, I, they just I, they seem expensive, so I don't know if I can. Well, they probably up. are super. Yeah, like just cards like that are a ridiculous amount of money. I, I I truly don't understand as well why there's so much money. Like I get I get for certain aspects because they're like they're expensive due to like competitive reasons, but mm-hmm. that's like about it to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like when we're talking about like a two million dollar card, that's insane. What do you What do you think of the collab itself? The collab. So, yeah, like Lord of the Rings for Magic. I feel like it's a natural fit, kind of. It is a natural fit. I haven't really seen a collab like that. Like, I don't think Pokemon has really collabed with stuff like that. Like, I remember seeing for, like, Pokemon, they used to have, like, they had a Katy Perry card or, like, a uh, a Post Malone card. So maybe they collabed like that. Or if Pokemon collabs, it won't be for the cards. It'll be more for, like, Squishmallows. There will be more mm. for, like like, a clothing brand. They'll, like together and stuff like that um i think the card itself is a very very cool looking car um is that the actual card uh, yeah i believe so uh, i saw some some like released images from them it looks they might have edited that specific picture but it, it looks very similar if if it's not that exactly so there's i like the uh the art that i uh <laughs> just sitting in a pile of money <laughs> yeah yeah that's a nice thumbnail. So, um, yeah, it's cool, man. If you could see any any theme or any, I guess, modern day media thing, or uh, like, what would you want to be if you could make your own your own set of, of Magic the Gathering cards? What would be a good fit for that, or, or one that you'd be interested in? Golem. Golem the game. You want Golem the game? <laughs> Golem the card cards? game. <laughs> Redfall. These are we can't have a serious show one time, man. That's crazy. I, I know, That's I know. Crazy. Look, I, I ruined it, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hold on. All right, all right. First of all, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Again. Second of all, maybe you could relight the fire because we have another episode of Peter reacts. <laughs> Peter, are you ready to figure out what your game of or I'm ready to react. You're ready to react today? I'm ready to react. Go ahead. That's great. I'm so excited. Um, this is the segment of the show where Peter, your lovely your lovely host over here, uh, reacts to whatever I put on the screen. And it just so happens that this is actually kind of a serious thing I want him to react in. Last time mm-hmm. it was Barbies. I think the time before it was uh Golem. So we have a we we're we're, we're having and a Wario's good one. party, whatever that was. War yes, that was the first one. Wario's party was the first one. Uh, to go ahead and uh, to kick it off to you, man. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and show you something because Jujutsu Kaisen is actually getting its own video game. Um, if you guys don't know what Jujutsu Kaisen is, it's basically an anime, a very good anime, but it is going to be getting its new game by Bandai Namco. It's coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and the Switch. It's going to be a 2v2 fighter that seems different characters from the manga face off against each other using their various cursed abilities. 
I want to get your first reactions on this, Peter. What do you think? How are you feeling about the Jujutsu Kaisen video game? If you cut to me, I'll show you what I'm doing. Let me see. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'll wait. I'll see if I can get to it real quick. He's in. I'm in. He's all in. I'm you're all, all in. in. I'm all in. Even if it's a fighting game, you're all in. Uh, I love this show. I've never read the the mangas, mangas, however you say it. Someone's going to correct me, I'm sure. Uh, but the show is amazing. It is actually. It's like first, I think the the new season previews come out tomorrow too. Tommy told me that today. So I think that the new preview shows come out tomorrow. Also, two v two. Is it like tag team or are you both in at the same time? Uh, it's like tag team. Okay. Cause I was it wouldn't be at the, the same, same time. That would be broken. <laughs> that would so suck. Crazy. That would make the game even more terrible. That would be so crazy. I've never, I was like, man, at the same time, I've never seen that before. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's going to sell really well. I don't know how good the game's going to be, but I'm in. Because... How do you feel about the trailer? I want to get your whole scoop on it. What are we looking at? How are we feeling about the trailer in general? Uh, I think it's totally feeding off people's love for the for the content. I think the uh, as far, but I'm not a fighting game expert, man. So I don't know if this looks like corny and basic, or if this is just early, like early. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll say this: the environments look kind of boring. I'll just say that. What? Yeah, they were just fighting in a forest. That's just trees. I mean, there's gonna be different stages, right? I mean, I hope so. Probably. I'm sorry. It's not Nick Tanner reacts. I'm sorry. It's Peter reacts. So fuck. my bad, right? Like, really? Where are my manners? It's your react. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me go ahead and get what your opinion is on the game. It's go- It's boring. It's boring. It sucks. No, 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 no. Like, am no. I not going to hit one of these Look, times? It's way, it's way early. Okay. It's way early in the development. So those are probably early release. Whatever. It's all going to change by the time it gets released anyway. Uh, I am down because the, I am a huge fan of the show, and I, I really dig it. I think it's going to do great. It's going to sell great. It just depends on how it's made. So that's really what it is. The environments in that trailer, not so great. Nah, I need the uh, the Black Clover. I don't know why Black Clover got shafted on this one, to be honest. But do you think they're going to make? I mean, do you think they're going to make one? Black they, have Bla- they, have, they have Black Clover games and they stink, so I just have I, to know. Okay, what's the best anime game then? What is the best anime game? Because a lot of them don't seem to be super well-received, I feel. But I, I haven't played a lot, so to be fair. Elden Ring? <laughs> okay. That's right. That seems right. Because <laughs> it's got to be a fighting game, right? right most, most anime games are fighting. Okay. So what's the best um, anime but fighting like, game? But like My Hero Academia, they've dipped into um they dipped into different categories. Like they dipped into the um the battle royale scene. So they have a battle royale game that's pretty cool. Um okay. I like to see more games like One Piece. They have like a like a turn based RPG style game. So they have that. So they're they're kind of leaning into different types of anime games, which I do want to see because I don't want to see like the same fighting games all the time. That's where I'm at basically. Um, yeah. I think Jujutsu Kaisen is great. I love the characters. They're mm-hmm. super powerful. They all have really good backstories. And Jujutsu Kaisen is a very, um, a very violent, very gruesome anime too. So I think they could uh, make that into a mature style game. But like we've seen this with Demon Slayer, we've seen this with these other type of games. If you like the anime, pick it up. 
But like, if you're not into fighters, it's going to be a tough thing to get into. Yeah, why don't they make adventure games? Or is that too difficult? I don't know. It's always. I, just, I feel like it's always. I just. Fighting. I just report them. I just yeah. report on the games. I don't. <laughs> and this has been another episode. <laughs> Peter reacts. He reacts. Man, that game, yep. that Gollum cover is getting bigger every time. We'll go he reacts show. to your favorite games, even though he's not gonna play. He reacts. Da da da. I just want to pay someone to get a jingle, so I just. Hey, put it put it out to the world. If anyone can make a song about a, a seven to ten second song, never soft will do it. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, we'll we're gonna go. It, we're gonna go ahead and kick off into our main topic of the day, guys. This is the topic that we were itching to get into, uh, that we were hinting at earlier. We are gonna be talking about one of the games that we are highlighting this episode off of, and it is called Dave the Diver. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell the people what Dave the Diver is. I'll let you get into it. Uh, no, you go ahead. I asked you first. Okay. Uh, Dave the Diver is a great example that um, game developers have not given up and can create games, really good games, actually, and finish them and then release them finished as a finished product. And then you can purchase the game and then it's already done. And then you could play it and it's actually really fun. Uh, so th- people are still doing that. And Dave the Diver, in my opinion, is a great example of that. Basically, mm-hmm. you are a diver, Dave the Diver. And you spend half your time diving into different depths of the ocean. And you're hunting fish. You're doing quests. You're collecting. You're solving. Uh, there's a pretty pretty big mystery that I have not gotten deep into yet. Nope, there man. are boss fights. And then you're spending half the time, but you're doing all that underwater. So there's an oxygen mechanic, and uh, you constantly have to keep a hold of that. And the other half of the time, you are managing a restaurant, a sushi restaurant. So all the fish and all the stuff that you're collecting, you're actually sending back to your sushi restaurant to manage. And this is a management style. Uh, think, um, what was that old like phone game where you played the the it was like Diner Dash? Is that a game? I was thinking like a Diner Dash or like I want to say Cooking Mama, but not like so much Cooking Mama. Yeah, yeah. So you manage a sushi restaurant as the other half. So you have to manage staff, you have to manage customers, you have to collect like all these different types of uh, stuff for your chef. You have to hire people, you have to fire people, you have to uh, like prepare for events. Uh, so, like, I had one that was a jellyfish event. So, I had three days to go collect all these different types of jellyfish uh, in the ocean. But there's no map. So, you have to memorize, like, and every time you dive in, all the loot is randomly spawned. So, like, where you would go to get jellyfish yesterday may not be what you see the next day. Um, so, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, like, it's super fun. I felt it to be super addicting. The the cutscenes are hilarious. Like you have this 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 like super nerd dude who builds your guns for you, and he uh, he's really in love with this uh, this anime lady, and like there's all these elements of that. The cutscenes with the guy who does all the the cooking for the sushi is really funny. Um, there, like there's like I I feel like we haven't even done. There's a whole. Uh, by the way, I learned there's like a farming section that we haven't even unlocked yet. So you also have to manage. So there's like an element kind of like Stardew Valley that hasn't uh, that I haven't seen even seen yet. Um, I love it. I, I think it's a perfect game. It's super addicting. It's less than 20 bucks. 
it's well over 20 hours if you want to do like a completionist run uh, for the value. I think it's there. I mean, you can just ignore your quest and do the fishing and the restaurant managing if you'd like. Um, you can just focus on the main quests. Um, I think the, mechan the mechanics are all super simple. Like you can see in this video on the on the bottom right, there's only so many items you can get. Um, again, there's uh, you can upgrade your weapons. You can add like effects to them so electric poison you know whatever there's like this crazy range of melee weapons that you find and some and every time you dive in if you find stuff in the ocean you can't you can't necessarily bring it to the next day so if you find something really cool and you surface again you lose it so you only get it for that run so you you like you have to take risks and try to find oxygen and go deeper and deeper into the ocean to try to try to find stuff what are your thoughts um <clears throat> to get into before I say how I feel, I just kind of want to mm -hmm. like show tell you guys like how my experience was with the game because that that was a little bit of footage from uh my little playthrough that I did. Mm -hmm. Um and getting right into it, man, um I didn't expect going into this game the amount of fun that I was actually going to have. I knew it looked very calming, very relaxing. Um I knew it was going to have different elements to the game to where I was like, okay, like yeah, it looks cool. You get to run a bar and you get to do said so things but at the same time i was like this looks oh, it looks like it's gonna be a good game the reviews for this game is absolutely off the charts so going into it i was like super super excited with the over positive reviews and the overwhelming like positive stuff that i had for going for it um but uh going into it i was kind of lost on what to do i was having a really hard time trying to like harpoon the fish uh because you gotta like really get like a decent angle to go ahead and capture them and kind of understanding what I'm going to do with Setso fish. It was like, do I just want to catch the same amount of like little fish? Because if I keep on catching like more multiple fish, then I could use that to like create more of a certain sushi. Or should I go off and fend off and get like really big fish? It's even more heavier, but like it serves for that really good one meal type of fish um, for the sushi bar. Uh, but uh, going into it, this, this game was uh, super fun. And um, I love the music in this game. Um, yes, I didn't really hear it. Peter sure. really mentioned the music. Uh, but uh, to get into the music, it always has like the uh, some great music for like perfect times uh, that you really love. Like when you're diving in, there's a certain type of music. The bar has some upbeat, funky music. The cutscenes are super funny with music. Uh, like it has like it has music for like perfect timings that I really did enjoy. Um, I do also want to say that um, the cutscene like the cutscenes, it has like that pixel art art style. It's very beautiful, very charming um, for pixel Charming's art. Charming is a great word for it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't really like, sometimes I really get turned off by the pixel art, but I think like with this one, it did a very, very good job with having that pixel art in there. Um, it looked very good. <clears throat> um, so yeah, like just getting into it, it's very easy to pick up, very easy to understand um and i could i was just sitting there and i was playing for like six hours at a time just like deep into it just hunting and hunting and trying to find uh certain things um i remember even one of the times i hired a um i hired a chef and i spent a thousand coins on this chef that's some big money for a chef it's right actually a lot of money in that game oh yeah a thousand coins for this yeah. chef i was like yeah because i wanted to make sure i had the best workers but the elements they added to it is just so it's so cool because you don't even think about it. Like my favorite part was the bar part, just being able to manage it. And it, it stinks because like it feels like it goes so quick. Like I kind of wish the the bar was like 
for like a longer period of time, like five minutes or something. Yeah, it does go well because <laughs> it it goes as long as you have because every day you have to plan your menu. So if you catch if you catch like one, so let's say you have six menu slots and you catch one fish for each menu slot, so you have one dish. I is I wonder if that's how it works. Like you get you're only serving six dishes that day versus if you catch ten so- fish, then you have ten. So here's the, that here's the thing. If you run out of a certain item, you have to swap that off your menu. You know that, right? Uh, no. So like, if you only have one fish and it's out of, it's out of stock, you have to, as soon as that item is out of stock, you have to go ahead and you got to swap it out for something else. Wait, in real time? Yeah. So like, it'll say oh. like zero, you have zero, out of zero. So you change your item, you press a and go to your menu and you swap it out for something you have in your inventory. So you could keep on serving more people. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. You can dude. do that in real time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I did not so know like that. If you, if you have one extraordinary shark, you don't want, you don't want to leave your other four menu spots empty. Right. Um, also speaking of the menu, like they have this app on here called the cooks app. That's super cool. Oh, and it's dude. basically it's like Instagram <laughs> that you could use, and like it'll have like a a screen that pops up, and it'll have like everybody take a picture of the sushi and the the art, like I'm telling you guys, like you're gonna see this art, and you're gonna see the pixelized art, and you're gonna think it's like it, you, people would think like I say pixel art is gonna look corny, like dude, like no, this is like very very good pixel really art. Like high, I think I think of I think of like um, Stardew Valley, like with the that's more pixely, but it's very good vibrant pixely high definition type of pixel art um i thought the uh the scenes with the dolphins i'll go ahead and uh play it again if i pick the right one i don't think it's that uh where you have to save the dolphins it's very rewarding very fun to do and it adds a different element to the to diving in because you're like okay well you think like oh this day i'm just gonna be hunting fish all day but in reality it's like this random scene pulls up and it's like okay well i gotta save this dolphin and doing so instead of hunting fish and using your oxygen towards that dolphin, you get rewarded in like pearls, gold bars, um, stuff like that. Um, But I kind of wanted to use this to kind of jump into more of like the last topic versus like to go off of this one. Mm -hmm. And I think this kind of answers my question to like, what makes the perfect game? And I think the people over at Mint Rocket just did a very good job of adding a great RPG system to keep it simple, easy to play for all ages, runs great. Um, the elements of the game are different. You don't see this at like your average game. You don't you don't see these type of games like a bar management game, um, diving into waters and stuff like that. Um, I'm not saying like Dave the Diver is the perfect game. It's very close. Uh, so making the perfect game is I think a lot of times you just got to keep it simple, keep it simple, make it easy, make it run good, like have a good rewarding. Yeah. Have it rewarding something that you could get like lost into. You know what I'm saying? While while we're sitting here talking about uh, what makes the perfect game, I want to see, I want to hear your guys' thought. What do you guys think makes the perfect game or what game do you consider flat out perfect? No, no FYIs, no buts. Nobody can judge you off of this. Nobody could ever tell you wrong. What is it? Um, Peter, go ahead and what, tell me what makes the perfect game for you. The biggest trendy games, the, the funnest of games. What, what makes is it the, for you? What makes the perfect game for me? For you? 
Uh, in like, general, like, what makes games trendy? I like a good, uh, yeah, trendy, trendy game. I'm thinking like when I think trendy games, I think of something like Among Us or Only Up or uh, like Fall Guys. Um, for as far as like what I think a perfect game for me is, I think uh, a perfect game would be like I think pacing is really important. I don't think graphics are the most important thing. Uh, but the gameplay itself, Dave the Diver has. It could have been two separate games. Like you could have just had a diving game, or you could have had a restaurant management game. Mm-hmm. And they've they've combined these two elements. There's also a farming aspect, which we haven't gone into yet. I think that's probably more into the management style. Um, I also think the game doesn't take itself too seriously, so it definitely cracks jokes. There's a there's some like funny little. Um, first of all, there's a bunch of mystery to it, so it, I I don't feel safe when I go into the ocean. And there's a lot of uh, there's like a lot of quests that you can go do. You don't have to do them all. You can do side quests. They have so many little extras. But there was this special customer I had to serve, and he's like, "I used to be a diver until I took a harpoon in the knee," which is a callback, you know, to Elder Scrolls. Um, so they have little stuff like that all throughout the game. There's a theme that anyone who talks to Dave calls him fat in some kind of way. Um, yeah, which is very insulting to my boy, to be honest. The whole honest. time, he's like, oh, I'm David Diver. And they're like, wow, you're so round. And he's like, okay, can we just talk about something else? Like, it's like, it's like that's a whole theme. It's like, a, it's like why, do you, why do you have to bring that up? Right. <laughs> right. Um, I just, man, it's just like, you know what else I think it is? Ti- for, for David Diver, in my opinion, is timing. I think so many bad games in a row. And then they just released something that was that, in my opinion, is is just done. It's just finished. It's a, it's a complete finished. It's game. a complete game. I, I had no issues on the bugs. Um, I joined their Discord. People are reporting stuff, and they're like, they're like, here's our. They're super transparent about what they're it, working on as far as bugs, and they're like crossing it out in real time. Like, hey, we fixed this. If you see this, let us know. Here's the next thing we're going on based on the number the of thing, people who have reported. The this. thing with this game too, though, is like I feel like it's a complete game. But even if they wanted to release a DLC, it'd be worth spending the money on, and you know it would be a cheap DLC too. Like yeah. if they just added more fish, because like even the aspects of the game and the variety of game is like they throw in so much too. They add in like great like variety of fish. There's got to be at least like a hundred different types of fish in this game. Um, and that's not even scratching the surface of how deep you could go because we've only did the little bit of it to where you can only go so far into the water based on like how much um like your, your equipment your, upgrade, only, your, yeah. your equipment only lets you go so far. So upgrading that equipment to make you go down even further will probably get you to find um a more variety of different fish and bigger and scarier creatures like sharks, swordfish. Um, stuff like that mythical um, creatures and, and so scratching the surface of them having so many different fish to where it's like we have so many fish you can get so many different types of sushi you can make uh so many ways you could cook them up enhancing them to where if you catch so many you get rewarded for catching repetitive fish over and over and over again because you can enhance your meals make them more better for customers and stuff like that um I think this game is like pretty freaking close. Like it's been like games like this. It's been games like cult of the lamb for me that like really stick out to me by really smaller uh, teams, developers that just put out very complete games. They run very good and they're just different, but they, they always seem to run very good. They always seem to have a great, story to it and just a fun time something you could get lost into where it's like oh wow another eight hours just passed by um 
Time goes it's, very quickly playing that game too. Yeah, I played it for five hours and I like stayed up past my bedtime. Yeah, the uh, even the the uh, the the because you get trading cards for each fish. You yeah, I was guy, gonna say it was like a guy. it was like a, a corny Ash Ketchum. Bro. Yeah, like he was not not even Ash yeah, Ketchum. He's like, he's like this old Ash Ketchum looking guy, and he does all the the trading cards for the fish. It's just like that's like little stuff, right? Like. Little details they added to it. Don't judge uh, me fighting this shark, by the way. I was uh, I was trying to catch it with the net. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'll oh, catch it." But uh, yeah, like uh, even you know when you're fighting the bigger stuff, if they get really close, there's also um, many cutscenes. So you have to hit the right combo of buttons, and your character will do like a choreographed dodge, or like and you have to do it to execute certain fish. But it's just uh, I don't know, man. I, I just it's such an example of like why companies shouldn't have excuses for putting out games like Gollum and Redfall. Oh my God. Let it go. It's not an excuse. It's like such, it's not an excuse anymore. It's just like, look, it's that look, it's it's so much simpler. It's, it's, it's pixel graphics or whatever, but they still did a, such a better job of doing it. It's like the execution was, was spot on and there's just no excuse when you know, it doesn't play well. Why are you putting it out? And this it's is just true. this is just going to raise a bar. This is it's got twenty thousand overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. Twenty a lot of reviews. Twenty k. If twenty thousand people can't convince you to get this game, then I don't know what more we could do for you, bro. Yeah, and it's under soon, twenty bucks. It's on sale right now. It's already as got soon it. as it is on the Steam sale. Yep. So make sure you guys check that out. And um. Yeah, man, that has been our show for Gaming Gone Weird. Before I go ahead and kick it off to Peter, man, I do want to apologize again for the internet problems. I don't know what is going on. It's like in and out for me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get to the lab, figure that out. Uh, thank you guys for sticking through it, though. Uh, if you guys can do me a favor, leave a like, comment, sub, all that stuff does help. Here on Know Your News, we have different types of channels, such as movie channels, sports, all your wildest news, and then plus Gaming Gone Weird that goes live at 8 p.m. Eastern every freaking Wednesday. Peter, tell the people where to find you and what you're working on. Go ahead. Again, Peter, not ghost stories on all things socials. Um, we're playing Dave the Diver. We are playing Citizen yeah, we Sleeper. Are. Um, we're back on our TikTok grind. So we've we've had, uh, I think I've been pretty well about posting one a day uh, in the last week or so. And uh, we're trying to wrap up our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collectibles videos this week. We've got the uh, we've got Gaming Got Weird every Wednesday at 8 p.m. We've got the Creators Unplugged podcast, the Ball Bag podcast for all things football. And that is – that's what I'm doing, man. How about yourself? Awesome, man. Um, again, thank you guys. This, um, I just want to, like, get a little um, – get a little bit, like – into my fields, man. Uh, seriously, we do seriously appreciate everybody that does come. Uh, this was actually a very big night for uh, for us at Gaming Gone Weird. All the views, all the comments, all the likes, all the shares on Twitter. Um, it definitely doesn't go unnoticed, and um, it means the world to me and Peter because we are trying to build something fantastic here at Gaming Gone Weird. Um, I don't know how many episodes we've recorded together um, as a duo, but for Gaming Gone Weird, we're almost at to 50 episodes. And I think, uh, over here, I know your news. Uh, that's a big, very big accomplishment for us to stay consistent for a good 42 episodes. So, uh, if I just want to say thank you to everybody out here that's supporting us and, uh, rocking with us, even through Ohio internet and, um, just good times and like slow news weeks. So, uh, I appreciate being the source of news to you guys. Cause that's all I've really ever wanted to do. Um, ever. And uh, 
they give me the platform to do it. And you guys give, uh, give them a reason to, uh, keep on having me here. But, um, if you guys want to see more of me and what I'm doing on a personal, uh, over on YouTube, um, I am a game journalist, game critiquer. So I do critique video games over on my YouTube channel. Uh, right now we're working on Dave the Diver. Obviously, we just did one for Final Fantasy. Uh, but more stuff critiquing, more video essays coming out in the future. Also, you guys should definitely check us out on Twitter for more updates, us talking about everything and all gaming news, um, stuff like that. And to just see like little pictures of me and my family on vacation and stuff like that. And to keep up with what we're doing. Um, other than that, thank you guys for being weird with us. Thank you guys for... Uh, Lending us your ears. I'll catch you next week for another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. Be safe. Tell us when you love them. And we're out. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.